Cats and the Anime Summit Newscast, your favorite host of the most, Tom the Bomb. And it is March 20th, 2022. I want to give a special happy birthday to my dad, who is... I don't know, I think he's like 30 or something. But like... <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, uh, you'll be listening to this a day after, of course, but like today is my dad's birthday. And we went out to lunch and it was awesome and he kind of just wanted to do his own thing today. So we went for lunch and then he, I'm sure he went and, you know, started getting things ready for uh, the warmer times coming since all it's getting warm out now. I think it's supposed to snow like one more time this week or something, but my dad's a big, big like gardener and kind of farmer. So like he likes to grow vegetables and garlic and peppers and all kinds of stuff. Cucumbers, green beans, all kinds of things. I'm going to be stealing mad veggies from him this summer for sure. Because um, I never do. I never seem to. I never seem to just like go over there and grab veggies. And I should because like, he grows all kinds of stuff. But yeah, happy birthday to my dad. I love you, Papa. Uh, thanks for always kind of letting me just do whatever and <laughs> be myself, I guess. Yeah, he, thank you. Um, love you, Pop. Okay, let's do it, dude. Uh, let's let's start with the non-anime news, of course, and then let's get into the the anime news. <laughs> um, first off, I want to say manga creator Yohana Yamamoto passed away. Uh, just this past week, he was fifty-five years old. He passed away from COVID. So he drew adult manga such as Mark's Girl, Mark's Girl Alternative. Um. Bachikaburi, Hime, Love a Spectacle, and Seven Days, 13 Hours. Um, and also, I want to give a shout-out to Akira Takarara. Um, he was 87. He's been in pretty much, like, a lot of the early um, Godzilla movies. He was 87 years old. Uh, I think he was in the... I don't know if he was in the first one. I think he was in the original one. First credit role was 1954 as Mizugi no Hanayome. Um, he rep- he was in the very first... Oh, okay, yeah. He played Hideo Ogata in the very first Godzilla film, and he reprises the role in Godzilla King of the Monsters and in Godzilla 1957's Godzilla, um, which is, like, not the original, but th- three years later. I don't know if that's, like, a sequel or a reboot or what, but... Um, yeah, he was also in Invasion of the Astro Monster, Horror of the Deep. He was in... He played Ogata again in 77's Godzilla... He played Ogata again in Godzilla vs. Mothra, and then as a different character in Godzilla Final Wars. Um, just, he's, he's, he's the Godzilla guy. Like, he's the guy, you know? So, yeah, this is for them. Let's do it. Do you remember, like, I don't know, last this last summer, we talked about uh, a game. It was kind of like Zelda. It's like a Zelda game called Tunic, where you play this little little cute fox character with a sword and shield, and it's got, like, an isometric 3D action-adventure kind of look to it. The game is finally out, and um, I guess the reviews are great. If you're playing it right now, let me know what you think of it. It's only on Xbox Series uh, X and Xbox One. Um, and, oh, it's on PC as well. So, yeah, maybe I'll play it on PC. Uh, let's Actually, you know what? I got Steam open right now. Is it on the Steam Buns? tunic dude it's only 30 bucks hmm i'm gonna add this to my wish list because i really want to play this this game looks super fun 
yeah, dude, I, yeah, it looks really cool if you're playing it right now. Let me know what you think of it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, big, big news for Arxis. D uh, Dungeon Fighter Duel releases this June with some new characters that were teased. December's beta period, um, uh, was really, really well received. Um, a new character other than the Ghost Blade was shown in the footage, um, that was teased in the the beta as well, uh, but yeah, this we're now getting this in June, so I'm excited for that. And also revealing the last DLC character for Season Pass One uh, for Guilty Gear Strive, the Elegant Grim Reaper Testament in a whole new look. We have not seen Testament since the Guilty Gear like X two days, um, so there's been you know, three or four, not three or four, probably three, yeah, three iterations of Guilty Gear games without him. Um, and they are finally in this game, and they have a whole new look, obviously, because all characters have a new look in the newer games. And they just look amazing, and I'm trying to smash, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just <clears throat> trying to get in there. But no, seriously, it's it's a really cool design. They always, I don't know, man. Like, I just really feel like Arxis, when they, Guilty Gear is their baby, obviously, so they care about it the most. And they just always find a way to make it look cooler, make it better, each iteration, each expansion, and it's just really fucking cool. So, very excited for that. So the DLC has is now, um, season pass, DLC. Uh, let's see. Hold on a sec. I want to look this up, just to remind everyone who has not, uh, you know, played Guilty Gear Strive yet, or is thinking about it okay here we go season pass one had jacko biken happy chaos and gold lewis dickinson uh gold lewis dickinson and happy chaos are new characters to the guilty gear series and jacko returning from uh exert obviously and then biken and testament returning from you know their og characters they've been there since the first game so i'm pretty sure testament wasn't even playable in the first one the very, very first one. I don't think he was playable until Guilty Gear X. But, <clears throat> yeah, very cool. I really like Gold Lewis Dickinson. I really like Happy Chaos. All these characters are really fucking cool, these new characters. I don't know, man. They could just keep making new characters, and I'd be like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, I just, like, like Daisuke Ishiwatari just knows what he's doing. But, yeah, very cool. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo comes out this Friday. If you guys are planning on getting this game, let me know what you think of it. I'm pretty excited for it. There's already reviews coming out, critics reviews coming out, saying it's pretty sweet. But yeah, if you're getting that game, let me know. And also let me know about this one. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is now out. It came out this past Friday. If you're playing this, let me know also. Because I really I really love Final Fantasy 1, the first Final Fantasy game. I really love that as a Final Fantasy game. And this game is supposed to be kind of like that, right? Because you're kind of fighting chaos and stuff and... Um, you know, story-wise, I mean, it's like it's supposed to be like you're playing through Final Fantasy 1 or something. So, yeah, let me know if you're playing that. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 1 update out is, is out now. Um, they revealed new stages. Um, they fixed some issues uh, starting March 21st. So, like, as in right now when you're listening to this. You can select course from the booster course pass in online play. 
um, worldwide, regional, and tournaments. And, uh, yeah, dude, pretty cool. I didn't even know that was happening until I read that. Uh, an extremely rare Pokemon card, only one of 20 in existence, has sold for more than $100,000 at an auction. Uh, for example, a rare Illustrator Pikachu card sold for nearly $1 million. Remember we talked about that? So this Magikarp, um, it's a Magikarp card, and it's a, it's a, what it is is it's a screen cap from Pokemon Snap. There were these Pokemon Snap cards, um, they were given to winners of a Pokemon Snap competition held in Japan, like, forever ago, like, around when the game came out. If you were a winner, your winning Pokemon Snap in-game photograph was turned into an actual card. So not only these are rare right off the bat as a result, but only 20 of each was made. Um, Nintendo Life reports that one of 20 Snap cards, Magikarp cards, was recently sold at a Japanese auction for 5 million yen, which is about $136,000. Um... Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, the card itself is in a in a, uh, a case. Um, I don't remember which grading company this is. Oh, PSA. That's PSA. Um, I don't know where the rating is on this. I don't think they could fit it on there. It's probably on the back. But it looks to be in great condition. 1999 Coro uh, Coro Best Photo Competition. Uh yeah, that's a really good photo. I mean, remember, you, you know, if you've ever played Pokemon Snap before, you know, like, how they would score you, like, on how how much of the Pokemon you could see and what it was doing and everything like that. And if you look at this card, it's just like, oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, like, that's crazy, man. That's so crazy to me. Um, Nintendo Switch Online Sega Genesis titles Alien Soldier, Super Fantasy Zone, and Light Crusader now available. Alien Soldier is really fun. If you've never played Alien Soldier... It's just like a side-scroller action game where you play, like, this bird-faced, like, fucking alien Johnson guy, and you fucking kill a bunch of bugs, huge bugs and robots and shit. Very freaking cool. Light Crusader and Super Fantasy Zone, I don't... I don't remember playing as a kid. Um, I, I really... I've never even, I don't even know if I've heard of Light Crusader. That looks really cool. But, yeah... Alien Soldier, I remember, because a friend of mine had it, and we played it on his Nomad once. Super cool. And the last bit of video game news, Street Fighter V's definitive update brings character changes and filters later this month. They call this the definitive update because it is the last update they will be giving the game. With Street Fighter VI confirmed to be the future of the series, Capcom apparently isn't done with Street Fighter V. And calling this latest patch the definitive update, slated for release on March 29th, it brings the cell-shaded filter, which you can only play in offline mode, um, which gives your character a cell-shaded look. Um, course balances, balance changes. Uh, track suits for each character will now be getting new color schemes. So, like, yeah, there's this costume that was, I think it was free. Um, but, like, each character, or maybe you had to buy it? I don't remember. But, like, each character has a, a tracksuit costume where they're wearing a tracksuit. And now they've released colors for those tracksuits. And, of course, a whole other... Uh, other kinds of filters. There's a pixel filter, which I think looks really terrible. I don't know why they would put that on there. It looks really dumb. It's got like the scan lines and the you know pixel screens or whatever. Um, but those in the cell shading filter. But those are only available in offline mode. And to round up the update, season five characters Dan Rose, Oro, Akira, and Luke will have new Cap Jam remix themes added to the game. And uh, yeah, there you go. So I will say this: Street Fighter Five. I did have fun with it. 
I think still as much fun as I had with Street Fighter V. It's not a bad Street Fighter game, but it's not Street Fighter IV. And Street Fighter IV was really good. And some people will even say, well, Street Fighter IV was in Street Fighter Three, And of course, like, you know, you could respond to that and say, well, yeah, no game is another game. A game is its own game. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. But it just is like... Street Fighter V, I feel like, just did, just did a lot wrong, in my opinion. And I've gone on rants about this enough, so I'm going to stop talking about it. Um, I had fun with it. It's cool that they're finally just doing one more update before they start focusing on Street Fighter VI. And I'm very excited for Street Fighter VI. So, yeah, dude. Uh, Chris Pine, some movie news for you. Chris Pine compares Dungeons & Dragons film to uh, Game of Thrones and Princess Bride. He's saying that it, the, the Dungeons & Dragons movie that he's, that's coming out that he's the lead character in is a combination of Game of Thrones and Princess Bride, which is pretty funny. Um, he said, the way that I've been describing it is like Game of Thrones mixed with a little Princess Bride with just a smidge of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's somewhat in that ballpark. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of thrills. It's poppy. It's 80s heartfelt. There's a bit of Goonies in there. I mean, so, like, if you, for those of you who don't know, there was a Dungeons & Dragons movie, like, in the early 2000s or mid-2000s, and it was, it was just, like, a kind of, it was, it had, it was just, like, a fantasy, you know, sword and magic movie, um, but it just, the pacing was weird, nobody really knew what was happening, it was kind of more, treated more as a comedy than anything, um, but the way with films are, written nowadays i can see this being pretty funny and so it could be good i don't know always excited to see dungeon dragons anything obviously so we'll see about that turning red is disney plus's biggest film premiere of all time i watched this fucking movie uh last weekend so not this weekend right now but the last weekend um and it, it was it was great and me and danny are planning on talking about it in a cinematography episode hopefully coming out soon so, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Disney Plus. I, I definitely recommend it. We got a trailer for Miss Marvel, and damn, that looks really cool. I'm so excited for Miss Marvel. Miss um, Marvel and Captain Marvel, and even Captain Marvel, those characters are like some of my favorite Marvel characters, and I'm very happy to see them getting on, like you know, getting on the screen and doing cool shit. Miss Marvel is obviously going to be a Disney Plus series. Which, like, I haven't watched any Marvel Disney Plus series. I haven't watched Loki. I haven't watched uh, Winter Soldier, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I haven't watched any of those. So I got to watch them. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I'm very excited for that. And Moon Knight looks pretty cool as well. But, yeah, Miss Marvel looks great. Sonic the Hedgehog released one more trailer uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and a new box art that mimics and sends a homage to the... Sega Genesis box art for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, it's got a big 2, and Robotnik is crushing it with his hand, and Sonic and Tails in the front. Except the way they pose Sonic and Tails in the front, it looks like um, Jin and Kazuya, or is it? No, it's Kazuya and Heiachi from uh, the Tekken 6 cover art. And the creator of Tekken tweeted, yes, they definitely, they, it, it's true, they totally did this. Uh, Sonic and Tails in the front of that are posing like the Tekken 6 cover art. And the whole cover, the cover art as a whole is supposed to be like the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 
uh, box cover, which is hilarious. I mean, that's super great. I love it. If you've never seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it's really good. It's one of the, I think it's one of the, 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 the best video game movies out there. And it just blows every other video game movie out of the way, aside from Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is also really good. But, yes, very excited for the second one. And in just as a couple card game news, we got a, a new Weiss short set for Attack on Titan Final Season, which is awesome. Um, we got Tokyo Revengers coming out in May, Freight Grand Order coming out in the summer, Attack on Titan Final Season coming out uh, after that. So probably in the end of summer, fall uh, section. For those of you wondering, uh, in this, actually it was a couple weeks ago, we got Jobless Reincarnation, um, Trial and Booster Pack, uh, Bang Dream Girls Band Party, and an Extra Booster in April, Hollow Live in April, Tokyo Revengers in May, and then the ones I listed in the summer. Oh, also in the summer, Is It Wrong to pick up, Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, which is very cool. Hell yeah. And one last uh, thing of uh, TCG news, which technically is video game news, I guess. But Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel is having another festival where you can like just play in the festival and just get a shit ton of gems for basically just playing the game. I mean, you get gems anyway for just playing the game. But whenever they do these festivals, they give out a shit ton. And they're giving out a total of 2,300 uh, gems. So that's a lot. That's pretty cool. So tw- 2,300 gems and 20 Legacy Pack tickets. Um so pretty sweet. But basically, this festival is you can only make a deck with um, with normal and rare cards. So no ultra rare, no uh, super rare, just the common and rares, which is really cool. That could be really fun. I'm excited to see what people come up with. And yeah, I'll be excited to play in that for show. For show. For show. For show. Um, let's do the anime news, shall we? Let's just jump in. Also want to say links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find all the links to listen, uh, where to come hang out in the Discord, links to the Discord, links to uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff. And also I want to give another shout-out to our friends over at Crunchyroll and Funimation for giving me and Danny early <laughs> – me and Danny – me, Nick, and Danny – sorry, Nick uh, – early screenings of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero – we got to watch it early and give a review for you guys. And that was our last podcast episode that came out. If you haven't listened yet, the review is spoiler free. If you haven't got a chance to go see Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, you can go to CrunchyrollMovieNight.com and check out where they're playing it. They're playing it for like two weeks, you know, just like any other movie. So um, definitely check it out. Check out our review if you want. It's spoiler free. And then you can go see the movie or you can go see the movie, check out a review, whatever you want to do. But I'm excited to work with Crunchyroll and Funimation um and 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 perhaps you know work with him further i i was really excited i felt super fancy i was like i was watching it on my little thing that they sent me on and it had my email address at the top right corner of the screen i was like so crazy man it's crazy i'm watching this right now i can't believe it um but yeah that felt very cool i felt super fancy i felt like an actual like critic for once you know what i mean i mean not that i didn't before but just like more so you know what i mean just got like a critics review screening of it Super dope. I love Jujutsu Kaisen, and I love the movie. The movie is super sick. So, hell yeah, dude. I also want to say that of all this shit going on in the world right now, and I know it's fucking crazy um, with everything happening in Europe and Russia and whatever, um, four days ago, Japan got hit with like a 7. 
I think it was 7.2. I, I don't know. I read a couple articles that some of them said 5.6. Some of them said 7.2. Um, magnitude earthquake off of the northeast coast. And uh, uh, I think it was like a little under 100 people got injured and um, two people have passed away. So it's scary. Um, but yeah, some, some, uh, some anime has been delayed because of it. And I think, uh, for those of you who guys are watching those anime, you guys know that already, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. When you think about Japan and the kind of like the kind of country it is geographical wise, it's just like naked hit with all these earthquakes, right? Because they're, it's like an Island. It's in the middle of, it's technically kind of like in the middle of the ocean, right? I mean, not I mean not really I mean it's it's in Asia like off the coast like but like it's its own piece of land and it's just like it's so wild to me you know what I mean and so I'm praying for everyone over there praying to the gods for everyone over there and um you know it's it's I feel the same way about it as I felt about the you know the KyoAni fire like I don't give a fuck about anime you know what I mean if it you know like like I I read a couple articles today when I was gathering the news I read a couple articles I was like yeah this is gonna be delayed because the earthquake and it's like I guarantee you nobody really cares. You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, I mean, yeah, they care. They care that they don't, but they don't care that the anime is getting delayed because of it. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, at least that's what my thought is. I think that's most people's thought, honestly. So, but yeah, very crazy. I'm kind of keeping my eye on that just because obviously if other things get delayed and you want me to report on it, I totally will. But yeah, hopefully um, everyone's good you know, after that and everyone's recovering, but yeah, dude, let's do it. Comey can't communicate anime season two. Let's fucking go, dude. Very excited about, uh, more Comey. Why wouldn't I be? It's, it's Comey. It's fucking great. Uh, dude, I got some discotech news, man. Discotech is on the ball lately. Discotech reveals restoration releases of Darkstalkers, Devilman, and more titles. Um, discotech announced during its mega discotech day live stream on Monday that it will release new restorations of the following titles on home video and Blu-ray. Cyber City 08808, um, a three-episode OVA directed by the same person who did um, Wicked City and Bloodlust, Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Maybe I should give that one a watch. I don't know if I should review that one. Uh, Violence Jack. This one I remember. This is a Gona Guy thing, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's an OVA collection. It was another one of his like superhero, evil superhero, anti-hero kind of guys. Um, very cool. Project Echo Two, plot of the Daito Kuji Financial Group. I used to have a couple Echo comics, and I read them, but I had no idea what was going on because they weren't the beginning. Um, but I definitely want to watch all these at some point. Darkstalkers, Night, Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge. It was an anime OVA based on the video game, obviously. Uh, Kikaishi, um, which I've never heard about, is a 52 episode anime on Crunchyroll. Uh, oh, Discotech released the 52 episode anime on Crunchyroll on May 12th. Oh, okay, that's that's cool. Uh, Kikaishi, Devilman, the OG Devilman, the 39 episode 1972 version, and the live action Uzumaki film, uh, that came out in uh, 2000. 2009 crazy discotech uh also is releasing these um astro boy on blu-ray 19 the 1980s astro boy so this is like the first colored version um this is like the first reboot they did 
uh, Simple Gear GX, Fuse, Memoirs of a Hunter Girl, Lupin the Third, Prison of the Past, Case Closed, Fist of the Blue Sapphire, Galactic, Whirlwind, Sasu Rygar, Powered Armor, Dorvac. Uh, Powered Armor, Dorvac, I think, is like... It's like a mecha anime, but it's like the it's like a it's like a bunch of vehicles that make up the you know what I mean. Homes of Kyoto, uh, the 1999 version of Digimon Adventure. Uh, Moncoli Knights, oh dude, I totally remember Moncoli Knights. That's hilarious. Um, and Sergeant Frog season two, Kiro Kiro Gunso, Kiro Gunso, hell yeah, dude. So yeah, pretty cool. Discotech. Disco Tech the Goat, keeping physical media alive. That's what I'm talking about. Love All Play Anime cast Masaya Matsu, Kaze, and Shimba Tsuchiya. Uh, this is that Badminton Boys Club one. So this is just a spring reminder for you. Uh, spring reminder, spring reminder, spring reminder. Bochi the Rock. This is the all-girl rock band anime that's premiering this year based on a manga. Um, it says the premiere in 2022. I don't know. It doesn't say summer or, any, or anything. But... Um, yeah, the manga story follows Satori Bochi-chan, who's a loner. There's a lonely high school girl whose heart lies in her guitar. She does nothing every day except practice. And she happens one day on Nijika Ijiji, who is looking for guitars for her group named Kisoku Band. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Any kind of band anime, I'm super excited about. Especially after watching Beck for the first time earlier this year. Or, not this year, but last year. Um, very cool. So, if you guys don't know who Yonayama Mai is, or Mai Yonayama... I was introduced to Yonayama on our Discord uh, by one of our listeners and d- frequent frequent Discord uh, community members. Um, and Yonayama Mai is just this very, very fucking amazing artist in Japan. And I love I love their YouTube channel, just watching all their stuff on YouTube. I rewatch their speed like drawings all the fucking time it's amazing they directed storyboarded and designed the characters and and main animator main and for the music video yoku by eve by singer eve um they've done jujutsu kaisen music josie's Titan and the fish um very sweet it was a very first of all the song is really catchy it's just like this like lo-fi beats like pop song very cool and the whole video was animated by Yoniyama Mai. Well, not the whole... Obviously, there was in-betweeners and key animators. But, I mean, like, main animator, character designer, director, and storyboarder. It's just so amazing just to see, like... I already love Yoniyama's artwork. She's amazing. And then just getting to see her work animated. Oh, my God, so cool. But, yeah, you should check that out. It's called Yoku by Eve. Very, 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 very cool. Uh, Crunchyroll to stream Goro Taniguchi's A Stab Life TV anime ahead of Japanese broadcast premiere. Very cool. Crunchyroll announced on Friday that it will debut the first two episodes of A Stab Life Great Escape. Original anime project by Goro Taniguchi, um, who did Code Geass, Planet Test, Back Arrow. Two weeks ahead of the Japanese broadcast date, the company will stream the first two English subtitled episodes on March 23rd. And then new episodes will launch every week, obviously. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of this until literally just now. But, uh... We have a wolf face Johnson and these two girls with big guns, or three girls with big guns. Um, I got a couple other face Johnsons. Uh, it's an original animated story set in the distant future when the world population has begun to shrink after reaching its peak. The supernatural renovation project splits Tokyo with towering walls 
into several cluster neighborhoods, each with its own unique genetically modified populations governed by artificial intelligence. Oh, some gang shit, dude. Some gang shit. A whole lot of gang shit out here. I don't know. That looks super cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, Isekai Quartet, another world anime film teaser. So an anime film based on Isekai Quartet. That's going to be pretty sick. Uh, that's pretty funny. I, I mean, it's already a parody anime by itself, and here we are getting a whole movie. That's how popular it is, man, Isekai Quartet. I mean, I think I think Nick watches it as well. So, I mean, very cool. So that's getting an anime film. Also, you know what else is getting an anime film? Teaser Master Takagi-san is getting an anime film on June 10th. So that's pretty cute. After I think it's supposed to take place after Season 3. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tetsuya Imai's Break of Dawn science fiction manga gets anime film. Um, the juvenile science fiction manga story set in the near future year of 2049 where humanity has become aware for a number of years that the Earth will have an unavoidable collusion with a large-scale comet. The manga story focuses on Yuma, a boy obsessed with space, robots, and the impending collision. He has an encounter with an extraterrestrial being, which he finds out is connected to the incoming comet. Pretty cool. I like the I like this art style. I like the, char- I like the character design of the little uh, robot alien thing that he finds. Very cool. That could be really cool. Uh, AMAIM Warrior at the Borderline Anime Part 2 streams first 11 minutes online. Yeah, this is that big robot anime that I kind of like... I don't know. I I was really disappointed by it. It was a Sunrise one. Um, but yeah, it's getting a Part 2. So, And the mecha design in Part 2 looks way fucking cooler than the ones in the... In the... In the freaking... You know... The freaking first season, man. Uh, Gundam 00 anime gets revealed, Chronicle CG anime. Uh, if you're into the 00 series, you're getting a, a new a new uh, CG anime. It's pretty cool. It doesn't say if it's a movie or an OVA or a show, but uh, stories that are not told in the original anime. Oh, okay. So this is – it just says CG anime project. So no, it doesn't say if it's a movie or, or what. But, yeah, it's pretty sweet. If you like the 00 series, there you go. A couple of cuckoos, anime reveals ending song April twenty third debut. So some spring hype for you. Um, yeah, it's called A Couple of Cuckoos. Sixteen year old super studier Nagi Umino, second year student at the Megurogawa Academy High School, was switched at birth. On his way to dinner to meet his birth parents, he accidentally meets the brash outspoken Erica Amano, who is determined to make Nagi her fake boyfriend. As she never wants to actually marry, but once Nagi makes it to dinner, he finds his parents have decided to resolve the hospital switch. By conveniently having him marry the daughter his birth parents raised, who turns out to be none other than Erica herself. Oh, that's right. We talked about this one. Okay, that's right. I think this one could be cute. I'm excited about this one. This one could be really funny. Um, I'm excited about that. Maybe they fall in love. You know, maybe. Maybe they kiss a little bit. Maybe they hold hands a little bit. Oh, sorry. It's too lewd. Too lewd. Uh, the Executioner and Her Way of Life anime. This is April 1st, so this is some more spring hype for you. Um... I don't know who this girl on the front is, but she looked like some kind of ninja. And she about to cut a bitch. This looks super cool. The Lost Ones are wanderers who come here from a distant world known as, quote-unquote, Japan. <laughs> no one knows how or why they leave their homes. The only thing that is certain is that they bring disaster and calamity. The duty of exterminating them without remorse falls to uh, Mino, a young executioner. 
when she meets Akari, it seems like just another job until she discovers it's impossible to kill this girl. And when Mino begins to search for a way to defeat this immortality, Akari is more than happy to tag along. So it begins as a journey that will change Mino forever. I mean, okay. <laughs> That's kind of funny, I guess. You know what this girl looks like? This girl right here. Uh, Momo. She kind of looked like she's from Sekirei. Or no, that's Akari. Oh no, that's Akari. Okay, yeah, Akari. Like her outfit, her character design looks like she's from Sekirei or... Or, uh... What's that other one? Ikitosen, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2. Some summer hype for you guys. Uh, I personally thought Rent-A-Girlfriend was pretty cute. Um, I, I thought... It was pretty funny. I didn't finish it, um, but I do really love the art style a lot. I think all the characters, the four characters are really cute, uh, re really, really cute designed. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for season two. I should finish season one. Um, but, yeah, very cool. Some summer hype for you. Phantom of the Idol. Some summer hype for you again. Yuya, one half of the boy pop duo Zings, maybe the laziest performer in the Japanese music industry, his partner is out there giving 110% every night, and he's quite popular, but Yuya's half-assed sloppy dancing and his frankly hostile attitude toward the audience has the fans hating him and his agent looking for any excuse to cut him loose. The career of a pop idol just isn't the path of easy leisure and an adulation Yuya expected. After a particularly lifeless concert appearance, Yuya meets a girl backstage. She's dressed to the nines in a colorful outfit. She's full of vim and vigor, and all she wants to do is perform. There's just one problem. She's been dead for a year. This is the ghost of Asahi Mogami, the beloved singer whose time on the stage was tragically cut short. And she basically haunts this dude. That's kind of funny. That could be funny. I don't like idol shit. I hate idol shit. But, like, that could be... I mean, that that's, like... That could be cute. I don't know. We'll see. Um, here's my big three pieces I got. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero Film earns $8.68 million on Friday in the u.s set to debut at number two very crazy uh number two in the united states in its opening weekend behind the batman that is crazy man that is super sick and netflix announces animated tekken bloodline u.s tv show um yeah this is an anime it's kind of a 3d cg anime uh based on the tekken 3 story um which is about like you know Jin kazama and um, using the Cosmo-style martial arts, um, being taught to him by his mother and what the devil is and things like that, you know, the devil inside and everything. Um, one thing that I was... So Netflix, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but I just will say this. I saw an ad on my Facebook today about this, um, and it said the first, the first Tekken anime. That is not fucking true. There was an anime in the 90s. It was an OVA and then an compiled into a movie um, for the U.S. That movie was out. Uh, that was based on the Tekken 1 story. So, you know, get your shit together. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, you know, CG anime, I think, has gotten a lot better from when, you know, we first started criticizing it. And I think for a martial arts anime, it could be really cool, you know, obviously, because you have it's way easier to do all these crazy moves and stuff than animating it 2D. Um, but this looks pretty sweet. I'm excited. Um, a lot of people are criticizing the art style, saying it doesn't look Tekken-ish at all. Um, 
which I, I kind of get, you know, I, I kind of see why you would say that. Uh, but I, I think it's because it's an anime that they want to, you know, kind of make it a little different. So I don't know. I, I think it looks cool to be honest with you. And I'm, I like Tekken. So that's pretty sweet. The biggest piece of news I have is adult swim to produce two new fully coolie seasons and a new anime called housing complex C. Adult Swim announced on Thursday that it has ordered two new seasons of Fooly Cooly anime titled Fooly Cooly Grunge and Fooly Cooly Shoegaze, as well as the new anime series Housing Complex C, in honor of the 25th anniversary of the Toonami programming block. Um, it streamed its first look video for FLC Grunge, FLCL Grunge, which features original anime's ending theme song right on Shooting Star by the Pillows. Yeah, this, this is a CG... Oops, sorry. I, I played it. And it sorry. Um, this is a, a, a CG anime, uh, FLC, FLCL Grunge, Fully Cooly Grunge. And you kind of get Harugo pulling out a sword and cutting a bitch. Um, but even though it looks CG, it like, I don't know, still very anime-ish. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think it looks bad necessarily. I just don't know if I like it for fully cooly and it just kind of looks a little strange but um the key visual for fully cooly shoegaze looks super cool and maybe hopefully it will show haruko more and center on haruko more because i mean that's kind of what we wanted um you know in a sequel we wanted to see what haruko was doing and what her what her shit was all about but of course you know they wanted to kind of retell it like the original i think that's why they failed in my opinion progressive and alternative anyway so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about these, and we'll see how they, how they, how they play out. But you know, I, I, I don't think. Like I said, I don't think that. And it's just one clip, right? Like it's like it's like it's like ten. It's like five seconds. So I mean, I, I'm obviously not going to judge it based on five seconds. Um, but you know, we'll see when we see it, right? And obviously, we'll be, Anime Summit will be here to review it and give you all that good stuff. Nick will probably yell about how it looks bad and how it's dumb. Danny will probably be like, it's boring. And I'll probably be like, I love Fooly Cooly. That I still like it, but I kind of also wish that they didn't do it. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's 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 weird. It's weird. But that being said, I love you guys very much. And thanks for listening every week. And I hope you guys enjoyed this newscast. And if again, if I miss anything or, or you want me to report on something that I normally don't, please let me know. And I will definitely do that. And yeah, I'll fucking I'll take care of you. No problem. Um, but yes, I love you very much. That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.